Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Red-Eyed Gamers podcast, affectionately known around the world as the International Podcast because we have a German who's actually here tonight. Are you there, German? Yes, I am. He's here. All right. My name is Westman Y2K. You can call me Wes. You can find me on Xbox Live, on Steam, on PlayStation Network, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Jesus Christ, on Twitch, Westman Y2K, all of those. And uh, yeah. That's you. That's your cue. <laughs> That's you in the corner. Hi, everybody. Sasquatch Nugget here. Oh, man. What can I tell you? I am at. Twitter. I'm at everything that Westman is, I believe. So you can find me at Sasquatch Nugget at all of those places. Airware. I try to keep it the same. And the German. Hey, I'm Pascal. You can find me on Twitter under the same uh, P42C4L. That's also my Twitch name. And on Facebook, always the under Red Eye Gamers. Awesome. Awesome. So I guess this is the point in the podcast in which we all go roundy table and talk about what we did this past week, what we played, what we watched, what we listened to, if you listen to anything new, um, what's going on in your lives that's exciting. And I guess uh, since he's got some making up to do this time, we can go with Pascal. What's up, buddy? Not much. Just have playing some Forza. That's pretty much it. That's all you the did original, all week? Huh? Or it's, uh... Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Oh, my connection is just bad right now. I don't know why. Or it's, uh, what, 7? 18? Oh, yeah. No, Forza 7. On, um, actually, I finished Vampire, um, um, which is a great game. Um, but yeah, it's literally in like, Forza 7. I, I actually enjoy it. I got it on sale. Um, but other than that, I played Vampire, finished it, and yeah, Forza all the way. You finished it? Well, yes. hold on. You can't just say you fit. You got to talk about it, man. What do you got? No spoilers, uh, though. No. Uh, it was great. Um, it actually picked up, and, uh, you know, I actually got a good ending. Not the perfect ending, but I got the good ending. Um, and there's, like, I think three or four endings. and um, But it was great. Like, I liked it, and I hope they're going to do a sequel or an expansion on it. Um, it got I got my money's worth out of it, definitely. Um, something different. It's, like, in this fine line, like, triple A and indie, I guess. Like, the double A, what they call it. But it was really fun. Like, I can only recommend it. Like, I mean, I if you don't have, like, too high expectations, you know, you think it's going to be the next, I don't know, Assassin's Creed 1 or 2, whatever, I mean, it's still pretty good. Like, I actually can only recommend it, and I rarely say that about games. <laughs> is, it, um, is, it, is it more story than anything, or is there a lot of combat in that game? Because um, I, very... I heard that there was a lot of, uh, like, Mass Effect-type conversation. Um, there is a lot of conversations like you, you kind of investigate, right? Like you figure out um, what people, how they relate to each other. You try to get secrets about them just to kind of see, you know, if they're good or bad people, basically. And there, there's a lot of like Mass Effect dialogue in that matter, but it's not really like you say, 
you know, something and it will turn the district off. It's actually what you do, like you kill them or you don't kill them. Um, you know, there's an asshole, for example, and I want to kill him so bad, but I never did because, you know, it might piss off like two other community members who are like really good friends with him. And they say like, Hey, he just changed during the war. Um, but combat wise, it's really fun too. It, it kind of reminds me of a mix between, um, dark souls and Witcher, I guess. Like it can be, you have to kind of be strategic about how, what you do and use your abilities. But obviously if you kill everybody and um, I think mesmerizing is what it's called. If you um, kill them and get their blood and their power, the XP points, basically, um, everything goes to shit, but you're going to be like, you know, walking God, like you can just hack and slay. So I chose like the fine line in between and which was actually pretty fun. Like it, you can choose your way of how to, you know, like defeat the game or beat the game basically could choose what kind of vampire you want to be yes exactly i'm gonna eat everybody so that, that, you see and there's no good in evil <laughs> basically there's no good in evil it's basically the decisions you do um affect the district and all of that affects in the end the game how people talk to you how they respond to you and how the game ends so then it's the the um the way it ends has more to do with how individual people feel about you than like, oh, you made, you got the good ending or the bad, the evil ending. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's more about your actions. Like I, I, I have to like be careful about spoilers, but you know, like certain actions and decisions you make that you think might be good turn a whole district out and then for example you know london goes to crab or like london goes to crab or you know it's just it's basically it's decisions and how many people are there that is um like kind of it's basically the narrative is like based on your decisions is how the game will end like you know you kill a lot of people you're gonna have a shit ending because everything goes to shit so that's kind of how i can put it you know you do a lot of good things and it's going to be a lot more difficult it's going to be a better ending gotcha so, so it sounds like based it... around you it's based around the civilization like, right i mean yes i guess looking at it that well way. it is it is it, you know the, the there are four endings i think at least three that i know of but i heard there's a secret one but you know there's a they're they're obviously pre-written like you know like good ending bad ending and uh perfect ending i guess and um so basically they're pre-scripted in a way but you know like the the end cut scene let me say is kind of like there's only three or four end cut scenes if that makes sense gotcha can you uh turn people into vampires um i'm not saying how and what this effect but yes okay all right all right what else what else to play well like i said um forza and i think i mean i wasn't there last podcast but before that i played a lot of jurassic world mm -hmm. evolution and i'm in love with that game because i think it's great like a lot of people think like it's a new zoo tycoon and they never wanted to be that they wanted to like kind of put the drama of the movies into the game which is dinosaurs break out and, you know, all this kind of crazy stuff that happens. And I think down the line, you know, depending on what they do with it, and, you know, it might be really good. But, you know, I see why people maybe don't like it that much because they think it needs to have a lot more. But, I, I mean, I enjoyed my time with it and I, you know, can't wait to finish it, which I still have to do. Zoo Tycoon <laughs> so. sucked. 
Yeah, but you know, like a lot of people, you know, kind of like those like tycoon, like roller co coaster tycoon. Right. They want like this, build your own park, and you know, put trash cans here, and you know, and they don't do that there. Yet. Like you don't have to put trash cans that's out. Exactly. Great. That's exactly. I hated this part. That's exactly what I like about it. Is uh, how's your connection to the Discord nugget? I'm kind of choppy. Uh, you look choppy to me, but it's green. Huh. Um. Yeah, I um that's what I love about that game actually is the fact that it's it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon except your attractions aren't rides, they're parks or like uh exhibits that you create and shape however you like. Um and then there are the the tours that you can set up with the little the gyrospheres or whatever and um your monorail but you don't have to do the tedious shit like put an ATM every so often so that it covers all the guests' needs. Put bathrooms so people don't want, run around whining that they have to pee. Or put trash cans down so your park doesn't get littered. Or put benches down so your guests don't get tired. That, that kind of shit right there is what I hate about Roller Coaster Tycoon. Or, or Planet Coaster. Um, that's what really, to me... Um, made me really like Jurassic World Evolution was that it had all the good things like that. I wish there was a little bit more creativity, like you could build your own buildings and stuff, but I'm willing to forego that just to not have to put benches and trash cans down and bathrooms. Yeah, I watched Westman play it and I don't I don't I wanted to get it, but after watching that I didn't want to because I feel like I see the same buildings. I see, I mean, obviously it's going to be different to where you put your electrical fences, but it's all going to end up being the same. You try to take up as much as the island you can to put in your bigger, better dinosaurs. And then I feel like what you go to, a, a, from what I heard, another island, eventually you unlock another island. So then you go do the same thing on that island and you unlock well, another island. It, it's kind of different than that though. I have to interrupt you there. It's, like every like you get the sandbox mode where you can do what you want, but you obviously didn't have anything unlocked. And every island, like the second island, is a little bit more difficult. The third island is gonna be really difficult because you start in debt and you have to Ooh. do what they have. The fourth island, you have limited space and a lot of weather chaos. And the fifth island, the the last island, is where you get all those cool dinosaurs. I mean, the T Rex you get pretty early on, but the cool ones, like that really rare ones, you get there. And this is gonna be like the ultimate challenge. So the difficulty increases and it be really becomes an hey do i gonna play like for a day or two in real life and do the easy route or do i risk stuff with my money and stuff so those buildings that you mentioned they have only like a small the facilities have only a small aspect a small aspect of the game that's why they kind of look the same what's really important is really the dinosaur management and then you know with the weather the weather gets worse so that's what they wanted to do they didn't want to make it like a new builder they wanted to make it like how genesis was they wanted to make it as um yeah just a challenging thing with dinosaur management yeah interesting see i didn't know that it, there was different challenges for different islands so oh, yeah so if what happens if you can't get past an island? Do you start over to try to do it all over again, or do you just keep working at that island? Um, you can keep working on that island um, if you get three stars, which is pretty easy. And if you know how to kind of work your way around it, you, you unlock the next island. However, you get like when you get five stars on the island, you get like special stuff, like a second research team. Um, 
basically what they do, the islands are only there in the end to get new dinosaurs and rarer, like more rare variations of dinosaurs and new genes, I guess, for them to mutate them and get even more money. And it's and really so seems like you, you go through all these challenges and try to do the better you do at the challenges the on, on those first four islands, the more stuff you unlock and all the stuff you unlock, you can play with freely on the, uh, the sandbox mode. Yeah, and the sandbox mode, the island, Isla Nubla, I guess it's what it's called. It's giant. Like, it's a big island. You can do so much. You can literally cre could create, like, the movie, like, a big island. It's, like, the biggest island of all. So, which I think is pretty cool. And they're going to add more, like, facilities, like, roads with cars and stuff. Like, they're going to add a lot more down the line for free. And so I think that's pretty cool. So, um, I don't know. I think... I think I understand Nugget where he comes from, but if one if you're like really like a Jurassic Park fan and you play Genesis, I think this game is like dream come true because dinosaurs, hello. <laughs> yeah, I never played Genesis. Alright, um I saw you playing Sea of Thieves the other day too. Oh yeah. I, I played with a, a buddy of mine um a little bit and just to you know check it out and they have like a new thing like thrones where you catapult yourself towards the thrones and they have like a new little quest line where you get like cosmetics and stuff um so i mean i like it still i mean it is a sandbox and yes it has not a lot of content but then it depends on what you expect you know how you advertise i think a lot of times when people like even with no man's sky sometimes there are slice in there i get it but in most time i think it's all the the, the problem is of people hyping themselves too much over games and the advertisement of a game because i actually enjoy sea of thieves now i don't need to play it every day anymore but you know from time to time it looks fun it's fun when you play with friends i mean i had a really lot of fun playing with you guys so i mean i don't know it's definitely funner with friends oh yeah fun with friends is <laughs> the best time especially when alcohol's involved oh my what else is he <laughs> what else you got what else um yeah other than that um i was in the movies two weeks ago watched hereditary or something i don't know i'll even say that damn movie it's like apparently the new exorcist kind of movie it's like super like high controversial like oh it's gonna be the new generation's exorcist and i totally say nope <laughs> angry joe i think uh did a review of that too but i've never heard of it review, but it's shit <laughs> suck well, yeah, never mind I do want to watch Jurassic World though, because I like yeah. dinosaurs. I want to watch. I bet they have a T Rex scream in that movie. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch. Wanna, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what the uh, megalodon sounds like after somebody eats it. <laughs> All right, Nugget, what you got? What you do this week? Oh, well, mainly this week was more PUBG. I know you guys get tired of hearing about PUBG and me playing it, but we had the new map dropped this week. Sanok, I guess is how you say it. I like to be redneck about it and say Sanhok. Uh, what does uh, Blitzkill say? San, Sanok. Yeah. So it's, uh, I liked the map in the very beginning. It had some struggles in the betas, but I enjoyed playing it. It felt good. You can always be guaranteed to get a, the new gun, QBZ, or a Vector, which is like everybody's combos pretty much. But um, 
the shooting and it felt good playing it this week in all of them. Uh, I've enjoyed their new little pass. There's like, I don't want to call it a season pass. The Fortnite pass. Yeah. The, the, the fork, the fork night pass. Fork night. Um, so $10, you get some challenges and, oh, the thing that killed me the most about them, because I was on the fence of wanting to get it, and we go back to our last uh, episode talking about gaming and illnesses and mental and mental health. I literally decided I wasn't going to buy it. I was like, oh, I can get these XP, I can get these challenges, the daily challenges done, and I can unlock stuff eventually as I level up. Well, as I completed some of the weekly challenges and some of the normal challenges, I went to claim them. Because they were highlighted green and they were pretty and I wanted to click them because I knew they were there and I knew I completed that challenge and I could claim it only to get the message. You have not purchased the season pass. Oh, yeah, you could claim the daily ones and you got your XP bonus and you only, but the XP bonus from the game is daily 80 points. So once you hit 80 XP bonus points for leveling up for that day, you're done. You don't get any more XP points. Oh, that sucks. Is it hard to so, get that many? Uh, no, I've I've got it, and we I don't play very many games. Uh, I've been getting it daily. But it just goes along the lines of you want to rank up and be a higher ranker than everybody Gotta else pay. by our season pass. So there's a, there's a few things that come with the season pass. Um, actually, is there? Anything that comes with it other than I just get to claim my XP points? You're allowed to unlock stuff. Yeah, you probably unlock stuff as you level up, but you also have stuff that's only there for like 30 days, 20 that's, days. Like but that's skin. the stuff that that's the stuff that you get if you don't buy the season pass, right? I, I don't know. I would it's on the bottom so. row of like they have but the top. A, yeah. The bottom but row is stuff you, you unlock to... without the season pass. Gotcha, and it's there for however many days, and then it's gone. So you don't so even you get, do to get keep some that. skins. I think like three or four skins, but then in the challenges themselves, like that's your level set, like your level as you go up in level, you you could unlock something, or you unlock a XP boost, or battle points, or whatever. With the pass, as you unlock the challenges, you have a set of challenges. We'll say that are linked to each other. So before you can see the next one, you have to do the first one. So like get get a kill with a pistol. Then you unlock that for some XP. Then the next one's get a kill with a submachine gun. You unlock that when you get the XP, but then the next one's like, get a kill with a sniper rifle, you get a shirt now. So you it keeps you from unlocking, to, from working on all that stuff at the same time though. Right. Lame. They did that with Call <laughs> of Duty. Remember, remember when Call of Duty had the, the barracks and you would go in and they had all these challenges and we would like, you know, you got a, a grenade kill or it, we yeah. could work on all of them at once. And then I think a couple of years ago they changed it. So you can only work on like three of them at once or something. And there was, if I remember correctly, there was a big outcry and they ended up changing it so that you could work on all of them at once again. But yeah, I remember this is, it is, it's, it's literally like for some things like the normal one, there's no chain, there's no linked one. But like the week one challenge or something, I think they were chained. So you didn't get to see what the other four things for the week was until you completed the first one. And then it, you could see the next one. And if you had actually done some of those things, it doesn't track your progress until you unlock it. That I don't know. Hmm. Probably doesn't. But I would assume so because I, I feel like I had killed some people with a submachine gun and that was the one that unlocked after the first. One. I feel like that's a way to just keep you playing the game longer. Because if you could is, unlock... Is that the end goal in all games? I guess. It, this whole games is a service thing, man. Don't get me started. 
Don't get me started. You won't but like yeah, me so... when I'm hungry. <laughs> Other than that, uh, did I play any? I played, uh, oh god, what was the name of it? Um, Golf with Your Friends, I think? Or, oh, what is the name of it? Let me, let me, let me, yes, Golf with Your Friends. I played Golf with Your Friends. If you want another good time, like Sea of Thieves, I recommend this little game. I don't know really? if it's on sale right now on the Steam sale. How much you pay for it? I was gifted it by Blitzkill. Again, what? thank you, Blitzkill, for gifting me that game. Um, I enjoyed the living shit out of it, even though I've never played it before. So everybody else that I played with had happened to play it. So they knew, they knew the courses. They knew the little trick shots to get them here or there because like, it's putt-putt. It's not like golf. It's just it's putt-putt. But it gets even funner because you can take things like you can change the ball to random and it'll make it like random. It's called random shapes. So then you might get a square ball. So no matter how hard oh, you hit it, it's going to topple and go like different ways. <laughs> so that gets a good laugh. And again, if you're, you know, Sea of Thieves and you're drinking as you're playing this golf with friends, it just becomes a, a did blast. You guys, did you guys end up doing the drink, the drunk um, last night it was a plan. I, I don't. I didn't see. I ever... wasn't part of that plan because I didn't know if I would be able to. But I ended up partaking very quickly, so it became very. It was very, 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 very much fun. Um, we switched the game mode to uh, hockey, so then at the end, like you would have to get through the course with a hockey puck, and the hole would be a hockey net with a little like character moving back and forth. Which I know you can't see my hands. We made this mistake last week as I moved back and forth. <laughs> but just picture a goalie like moving left to right, trying to keep you from shooting it in his pie hole and making a goal. So you could get blocked from getting your score and, you know, make your strokes go higher and higher. Kimbe Matumbo pops up and swats your puck. Yeah, pretty much. So I enjoyed that mode. We played the basketball mode. mode. Remix. <laughs> so we played the basketball mode. And you have to make a basket. You can hit your left mouse click, and it'll make the golf ball bounce in the air. So you have to time like how close it gets to the goal before you bounce it to shoot it in the basket. I think uh, the course was like a 40-par course, and I finished at 115 or 120. So I lost very badly in the basketball one. But that is all that I played this week. I don't think I played anything else. I'm, I'm tempted because of the again the cell to get conan because i like survival and i like building and it sounds fun i've seen some streamers playing it about a week or two ago so we'll see if that's on the agenda for next week if it's been played conan conan don't that... be mad that we don't play minecraft anymore or seven play... days to die i don't play minecraft <laughs> Or seven days to die anymore. Play anything with me. All right, what else you got? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's it. No that's movies. No shows. Uh, I know you've no, been watching I, some shows. I, I did. I have put in some hours. I'm on season five of the Netflix original Longmire. Very, very well done series. If you can get past the, you know that somebody's going to die every episode, and you got to figure out the why they did it. But they also string along a whole nother series of stuff that's going on of like how well i don't want to spoil anything so anyways there's some people that 
are connected in ways you would never believe and some crazy stuff happens. So if you're looking for a little Western, I'm the sheriff, I carry around my my 30 Henry to shoot people with, You, I think you would enjoy this one. I, gotcha. That's all. We didn't watch any movies this week. No movies this week. Just the Longmire, and that's after hours. <laughs> after hours. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn then. Um, see, I think last week I already said I finished up Assassin's Creed 3. If I didn't, then I finally did. Uh, put that one to bed. Started up Assassin's Creed Rogue. Um mostly for streaming purposes. I'd never played that one before. Um, it came out, it was kind of a weird a weird one. It came out the same day that Assassin's Creed Unity did, except Unity was next gen and this was Xbox 360 and PS3 and PC, I guess. Um, so it's a lot like Black Flag, except that it's quite a few years before Black Flag and it's set in the northern atlantic uh new york area canada that type area and it deals with a lot of the same characters that were in assassin's creed 3 which is what makes it interesting to me um it took a while honestly for that game to grip me but uh it finally got a hold of me a couple nights ago so i'm enjoying the the crap out of it now um i can't say that i would recommend playing it yet unless you really were a fan of assassin's creed 3 um I don't feel like the story is as good. I don't feel like the mechanics are as good. It feels a little sloppy. You could tell that their attention was someplace else. But it's still good fun. Um, yeah. Played a little bit of Forza hmm. 7. You enjoyed that, I saw. Yeah. Let me just say that when it comes to Forza Motorsports titles, I become accustomed to a lot of things. And most of that is that that was like the, the biggest game ever where you could take a car that you would see driving down the street on any normal day and customize it, upgrade it, paint it, whatever you want to do. If you wanted to buy the car that you own, there was a good chance that that car is in there. And then they go up, you know, and they've got tons of like higher end cars and then race cars and supercars and you know, Maseratis and Lamborghinis and stuff like that. But to me, the big draw was always the, the regular cars, your Mustangs, your your Volkswagen Jettas, you know, your, your regular old Camaros, not the super, you know, high-class, high-performance racing machines. Um, and in this one, what I noticed was there seems to be a lot of cars that, they got tons of supercars, and F F one Formula E um Grand Touring cars, just crazy ass high performance vehicles that you would never imagine driving. And then they've got some regular cars, and then they got like Winnebago's and um garbage oh, I trucks. One of those when I was a kid. No, not garbage trucks, but uh, big big fat Jeeps, Humvees. Big rigs, hippie vans, cargo vans, Bigfoot trucks, like off-road type jumping trucks, which is cool for Forza Horizon. The fuck you gonna do with it here? You can't, ah, don't get me started. But then I went and looked <laughs> um, at some of the, the more popular 
American or even Japanese manufacturers. Chevrolet. My car was in, the car that I own is, is a 2014 Chevy Impala. And it was actually in, it, it wasn't the Impala, it was called something else, but it was the same body, was in Forza Motorsports 6. I bought it, I painted it like my car, I souped it up a little bit, I took pictures of it in the game and everything, and it was like my background on my Xbox for the longest time. I went there to see if it was there, and it wasn't, and I was a little disappointed, but not that big a deal. But what I noticed was Chevy was almost all race cars, Camaros, and Corvettes, which is okay. There weren't really any regular cars unless they were like from the 1960s. And I went to Toyota, and what really pissed me off was, you know, Toyota had tons of cars in the 80s and 90s, smaller cars, Celicas, Supras, uh, that you could, you know, get and soup up, tune street races and shit like that. And they were very popular. Toyota had seven cars in this game. And that's a low amount for a major manufacturer like that. Three of them were NASCAR cars, which is basically all the same car with a different paint job. And then two of them were trucks, because I really want to race in a Toyota 4Runner or whatever. And one of them was a, like a super, super duper race car. No regular cars from Toyota. I, I just found that to be weird. I, I think that they're, the racing felt good. Um, they, they've improved their tire model, which I think is really important. I, I enjoyed that. The graphics look great. Um, but the really bizarre car collection and the fact that you still cannot create a custom online lobby unless it's a private match ruined the game for me because there's no way to play against other people in multiplayer unless it's just the few of your friends that would want to do that with say all damage on simulation wear to your tires and gas and stuff like that just you can't do it the the multiplayer hoppers suck in that game and i thought that it would be fixed but it's not so not happy sounds like they're going down the same course as madden <laughs> what is that supposed to mean <laughs> you gotta back it up just keep, back just it keep, up just keep people buying your game by giving them the slightest change uh, yeah. This year you hold Y instead of press X, and it floats the pass instead of bullet pass. Oh, but you know what? At least, at least you know who's going to be in the game. Yeah, I mean, you might get your Toyotas in there. About fifty dollars for a pack here in about another month or two. Well, It'll yeah. be the one year release pack, Toyota pack. Come get it. Hey, I'm just saying, all the draft <laughs> picks will be in the game. You don't have to guess. Um, so played that. What else did I play? I played something else. I know I did. Yeah, I didn't. No, I think you did. I don't remember what it Fortnite. was. Fortnite. Like a... Oh, Fortnite. I played a little Fortnite. Yeah, actually, I have a Fortnite story for you. So I was down sleeping on the couch Sunday. Well, I was, wife was playing Fortnite. I was chilling on the couch. I fell asleep. And I woke up to her screaming. I won! I won! I won! And I'm like, what in the... What's going on? She's standing in the middle of the floor, jumping up and down. Jumping up and down, screaming, I won! I won! I look at the TV. There it is. Victory Royale. In solos. 
I'm like, how in the hell? My wife won a Fortnite solos <laughs> out of a hundred people. I haven't even done that yet. So she was quite happy. That was pretty awesome. She's, put, she's putting in that. Fortnite and it was legit. Work, it was legit. She is. She loves it. So I'm all about that. that work in. You it, it's, it's only taken me like ten years to get her to play a video game. So pick one she likes, I guess. <laughs> but. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I can't think of anything else I played or streamed, so that would be that. I did watch a movie or two. Uh, me and my kid are catching up on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so we watched Captain America Winter Soldier and uh, watched about movie. half of Guardians of the Galaxy tonight. Great movie. Yes, it's it's very much fun. Older, but funner, you know. And then, I just um, like the music selection for it. Oh, God, it's so good. Then, mm-hmm. did I talk about the ritual last week? No. Oh, God. Um, oh, it must have been Friday night. Yeah, I guess it was Friday. Erica, my wife, and I watched um, a Netflix original movie called The Ritual. Horror movie. That movie is scary as shit, and I don't ever want to go camping again. So, definitely a good movie. It's um, about four guys that uh, go on a nice long hiking trip in Sweden. And um, yeah, they just they get a little turned around. They get a little lost. One guy twisted his knee, and so it slowed them down quite a bit. They get caught in a rainstorm. And so they go off course trying to save a little time, come across this cabin. Just don't go in the cabin, guys. So on a scale of Blair Witch to Friday the 13th, where would this rate at? Obviously, Blair Witch being the worst horror movie ever made. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not like a hacker slasher like um, like Friday the 13th. So it's it's actually more like Blair Witch, I would say, without the crazy annoying camera. Um but it, it was scary, very atmospheric. Um, good movie. I definitely two thumbs up it. Um, I would I would watch it again. I would suggest other people watch it. Why are my dogs whining? They want to be on the show. I guess. <laughs> but that's it for me. Um, so I guess uh, Pascal, you got some news. I do. What you want to start with? Most controversial. Sure, lay it out there. Um, so there was an article about EA and DICE with uh, women in Battlefield 5. Um, a lot of people were claiming, um, oh, this is historically not accurate, it's about political correctness now, and this is bullshit, and blah, blah, blah. Well, EA, EA basically backlashed and said, we are not going to stop doing what we're doing. One of the developers even said, it's, you know, there are more women in the World War II that we actually know about, and they were tough as hell, tougher than most men crying about this. Literally. Tanya from Command and Conquer, right? Uh, um, <laughs> Red alert. And, <laughs> and um, then also one of the developers stated that my daughter 13 year old daughter asked me too like why people have such a problem with it she can play a female character in fortnite so why can't she play one in battlefield multiplayer and my personal opinion on that is just like i do agree i honestly don't care and um what people forget is it's it's a game and dice said they don't try to make a you know 100 percent accurate 
um, you know, replay of a World War theater while still being just uh, still being respectful to what it is, but it's about the fun. They did this as Battlefield One too. So um, I honestly I have no problem with it, and you know yeah, just a lot of people were mad that you know there's women in there. But I looked it up; there were several women, especially in the Russian front. There were a lot of women on the yeah. uh, front. So yeah, Are you sure. Yeah, I am. We all know women can't. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> not you know. Here's the thing: like, th th there's a fine line between historical accuracy and fun go to a fucking museum yeah true and, and my thing United. is my thing is you know and, and i didn't used to feel this way but if if i had a little girl and like i used to play um like out in the backyard star wars with one of my cousins and I was always Luke Skywalker, and she was always Princess Leia, and she thought it was so cool to be Princess Leia because she was a badass, you know? And so if little girls playing video games feel empowered because they can be a female in Battlefield, the hell's wrong with it? You know? But I don't know how historically accurate it is. Obviously, oh, well, I haven't done the research talking, like you, but... Like, like I said, I mean, they were there, um, and... Even the prosthetic arm that we saw on the trailer, mm -hmm. even that was part of, um, you know, some, what you call it, like, amputation? I don't know. Like, they, they literally had, you know, prosthetic arms like that. Now, obviously, maybe not exactly as looking, but DICE usually does their research on stuff. If they put something like this in it, it had to happen, like, maybe just one in a million, but it well, was there. And part of the problem so, is maybe uh, there weren't that many on the American side, and those are probably exactly. all the people that are bitching. Yes, and you know, honestly- Like they were the only ones in the war. <laughs> it's a game, they already said they have the war stories again, like the um, single player campaign, which will be, I guess, more accurate. So I honestly don't understand, you know, we all seen everything is the same, you know, like with World War II, we all know how it ended, what happened. So, you know, if you make a video game, you know, it's about fun. And like Nugget said, you know, if you want 100% accurate, go to a freaking museum. Go to a museum. You know, watch, watch documentaries. I mean, this is about fun and game. And I had a lot of fun with Battlefield 1. So, you know, I, I trust DICE with that one. So, and honestly, you... It's not going to make a difference if you get killed by a female soldier in multiplayer or a male soldier. No, you're you going to be pissed either way. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just glad, you know, all those guys that died back then and, and women, you know, they, they respawned later. I'm right. pissed about that. <laughs> oh, I mean, exactly. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, fucking, you want to bitch about a game. Why don't you just go and let, let's just make it, let's see how many people will play the story mode when once your character dies. You start all over again, no matter where you're at. Exactly. And we'll see how many. Then I bet there'd be more people crying about that than there would be this. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. I just, it's just ridiculous. I get, saw a meme the other day. It's a game. I saw a meme the other day. It had this old man on it and it said, In my days, you didn't respawn when you died. And <laughs> I remember playing the original Rainbow Six games on PC. And that shit, man, when you died, you fucking died. You either waited until the end of the match or you had to start over. Way it was. Yeah. Look at it. Look at NES. How many times did you not take that game out of the console because you didn't want to lose where you were? Oh, like God. it just remember oh, you had like if you went on a trip, you literally had to leave the game in the console because if you took it out, 
it was gone. All your progress. In my days, they didn't have autosave. <laughs> yeah. There I, was no back button, so you didn't turn into a vampire, walk outside in daylight, and die <laughs> in the middle of the save over and over and over and over again. Oh, nugget. I remember. I remember. I remember I played GTA London, like the that was from on top right i played that game and i didn't have i played it on playstation one and i didn't have a memory card and <laughs> i had my console running for like two weeks straight because i couldn't save oh wow so, um finally i ended up getting a memory card but then i had a power outage so but you know karma i guess but hey i beat it so but yeah i couldn't <laughs> stop you know so i don't know i agree with nugget 100 percent yeah I'm not going to play Battlefield for the historical ac accuracy. I just want to shoot people. I just you? want to learn about the war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> war right. Simulator 2018. What else you got, Pascal? Um, we gonna go to Razer and Microsoft. Mm -hmm. So kind of excited so, about this. So apparently, um, it's pretty much confirmed at this point that Razer and Microsoft are working on a mouse and keyboard combination for Xbox One. However, a lot of people are afraid that it's going to be like, oh man, I'm going to play against mouse and keyboard people and shooters. This is not going to be the case. So game balance and multiplayer. So I'm just going to read from Windows Central. Um, multiplayer Hold on, balance. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. What was that last part? Game what? Game balance and multiplayer. Game so, balance and multiplayer because... I don't mean to interrupt you, Pascal, but before you go, I ran into a situation last night playing PUBG where we were being attacked. Me and another guy, Yankees, had to run away because we was getting shot in the back. And the controls, and I never believed it, that it would be different, but he plays on PC with a controller. Yep. And he couldn't get in this door because I'm assuming he had to hold down a button to open it, so we're both getting shot. And I screamed out, Get off your controller! Let me in the door. But anyways, I want to see how what they have to say about how they... I believe there needs to be a balance if they're going to do it. And I want to see... I broke Pascal. <laughs> Yay, PUBG. <laughs> um, so, game balance and multiplayer. So, what they say is how it's going to be. Multiplayer balance is completely up to the title. Um, so basically up to the developer. Uh, presence of keyboard and mouse can be curated. Uh, so basically you can have it like a special like queue, you know. Um, keyboard and mouse versus gamepad users should be monitored throughout gameplay. Highly suggested that usage of mouse keyboard be used as part of the matchmaking rules. So basically what they're going to do is that it's going to be a matchmaking system that detects if you have a Microsoft keyboard. Um, all the Xim 4s, if you use them, you actually Microsoft enforces it now as cheating. So they want you not to use those keyboard uh, adapters that people use nowadays on console. They will actually go after that now, not only to sell their Razer products, I guess, but also to ensure that it's going to be balanced, like that you as a controller user don't play in a shooter against a keyboard versus mouse player. So there's actually going to be there's actually going to be matchmaking rules. So what I assume is going to be like, say, Battlefield, you have like a check mark, you know, like uh, enable mouse and keyboard. So you're going to be cute with uh, mouse and keyboard players if you want to, but you can also make it like that you don't play against those. And what I think really is good about it, because I consider cheating that if you play a multiplayer shooter, you play on console with a Xim 4, which is basically a an, an, an device, like an adapter that adapts mouse and keyboard um, for console. It basically fakes to be 
controller for the console, um, but you play with mouse and keyboard, you have a you have aim assist and you have way better handling. And I've seen people do it in Battlefield, and they went like ninety to two. They died tw twice because they had headshots all over the board, and they were wrecking people with their maneuverability and aim. So I think it's great that they go after those people now because I, I guess you know yeah for. PC players is great, but I think they should not be playing against uh, controller people because that's just an unfair advantage. Definitely, so I think and controller people know. Oh, yeah. PC people, I'm sorry, PC people know because yeah. I played Rainbow Six on the PC and I used the controller the first couple rounds playing it and some dude that was on my team that didn't even know me was like, hey, Nugget, you would have won that battle had you been using the mouse and keyboard. Oh yeah, it's just, you know, movement, sometimes jumping and aiming, you know, it's like stuff like that. So I, I think it's great and I'm excited, you know, because for simulation games, it's going to be awesome. And you know what, if you have games like PUBG or even Fortnite and you want to play, you know, with PC players and you queue up for mouse and keyboard only. Architecture yeah, of uh, Xbox and want to have the PC controls. I think it's awesome. And Razer is not really that overpriced. I think it'll be a good thing. Yeah. Oh, and another cool feature though on the mouse and keyboard. Apparently, they want to implement it that if your your health is low, the keyboard is going to turn red. Like you're going to have visual feedbacks. Like if your health is awesome, it's going to be green. Yellow is like you're getting close to die, and red is like, hey, you have almost zero health. So unnecessary. Kind of yeah, that's a, that's a. I know, but it's a little gimmick. So yeah, you know. So is Razer going to be making like the official Microsoft Xbox One keyboard and mouse combo? Yes. So that's the only one going to be available, or so. Uh, I think at this point, for all that is known, yes. Like, they go after those adapters that emulate a keyboard uh, as a controller, so they're going to ban those. Like, you can actually get banned for that now. So, I think it's good. Wow. No. Pretty, I think I'm that's a great sure. idea. Yeah. How much is that going to cost? Um, they don't know yet. Um, but, like, again, I had plenty of Razer products and they all range like a keyboard they range from like 10 to 50 to 100 it just depends on what you want but if it's just like a simple keyboard I can think that you can get it for like 80 bucks altogether and which I think is not a bad deal for a decent mouse and a keyboard hmm. I don't think they're gonna make it like 100 bucks or 140 dollars uh, to be honest I don't think so I hope not because nobody will buy it Right. You can get a fucking wireless keyboard for five bucks. <laughs> Look in the right place. So. Yeah, but will it tell your health slow by lighting <laughs> up? No, exactly. It won't. Unnecessary. <laughs> hey, it's just it, lights go out. You got to buy another one. Yeah. All right. What else you got, Pascal? Um, just deciding. Um, just cause for maybe something more. Uh stuff so i don't know if you ever played it just cause but the engine was pretty funky i guess um like especially with the third one it was fun chaotic and you could do a lot of stuff it's an open world action uh game but it had a lot of issues like frame rate wise well not anymore because they update the engine to their 
apex engine so basically what they have you have a giant island like almost a continent with different zones climates like you have you know kind of like um then arctically of like or alaska you have like a snow place you have a desert you have a tropical area and you know like a mountain kind of um area so with that being said they have now new physics in that engine and new environmental stuff like you have blizzards you have sandstorms and you have tornadoes and how does that make the frame rate better um since they worked <laughs> on a different engine specifically for this um for the physics uh, stuff for how many explosions there can be and the people that played this or tested it um actually i hate to do this but people at ign played it um and their the improvements were dramatically compared to a pc version and then uh from just cause 3 that they tried and this one like the engine is gonna it's the engine they have just a complete new engine so it sounds like oh how is it gonna make the um the engine is just more powerful they can have more stuff like this um to cut it short they have a more powerful engine that is more focused on the physics aspect um so basically and a lot of people are like okay hey, what is with the console version of the last game so what they said was um one of the motivating factors was to have solid frame rates on the console versions so I guess we wait and see, but I liked Just Cause because it's just so much fun. You have like this giant islands and you can do whatever you want. Um, you know, you also apparently have now mods on your grappling hook and stuff. I mean, I don't know. It's just a big open sandbox game and I like it. A mod on your grappling hook? Yeah, they have like some mods like you can like have go -Go like... Go-Go Gadget uh, Jetpack on my, my grappling hook? Uh, Go-Go like Gadget Marshmallow Roaster. <laughs> it's it's basically uh when you there's a retractor um thing on your grappling hood where you can connect two things so now there you can have like a pulse mod for it which is uh it basically adds electronic like electri electricity through that um you know you can have rocket you can have like a rocket mod where when you grapple a person and you can swing them with a rocket basically through the air and it's just you know, a lot of gimmicky stuff. That's what they meant with mods, like different upgrades for your grappling hook. You might I, say, like fire, electricity. I played the Expert. first one of those games, and it was fun. I, I really liked it. I played very little of the second one, I think. I didn't play any of the third. I don't think anybody cares about Just Cause anymore. I mean... It's, it's a niche game, but... You know, a lot of people like I. I liked it. I mean, I love it. I think it's great because it's a lot of aerial. There's a, you know helicopters. You're grappling. You fly all over the damn place. You can blow tons of shit up. It was great fun. I, I'm not sure why I didn't play any more of it. I, I really didn't have complaints. I just kind of felt like it was the same old, same old. And Could I add one? a mod to the electricity one where it hit somebody and go giggity giggity giggity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You have to ask the developers, but that's why I'm excited about the fourth one, though, because they changed the engine, they changed a lot up, dynamic weather, weather events, all this kind of stuff, which is new. So, you know, and it's not like scripted weather events. So, I don't know. I mean, it looked good in the trailer, and from people who play tested it, like, or played it a little bit early, they were all, like, really happy about it as a sandbox game. So, and that's, all, you know, what it is. So, I'm. I don't know. See, I'm, I'm not I'm sure. Kinda... Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Oh, I just want to say I'm kind of excited about it. So I don't, I don't know that. Like, it may be impressive that there's, you know, unpredictable weather or it's unscripted weather, but I'm not sure that whether the weather or not is scripted or unscripted in a game like that really makes a difference. I mean, because like I, there are some games that you'll play that have weather effects and say like an Assassin's Creed, I'm sailing my damn boat and it's snowing so bad I can barely see. Then I get to a cutscene and guess what? Not snowing. Even it's though sunny it's sunny at 75. <laughs> So I don't know, you know, what the weather effects are going to to have to are going to matter in that game, but whether they're scripted or not, I don't I don't see the significance of that really. It's, it sounds like they're making a lot of hoopla about this engine, but does it really? Some of the stuff they're saying does it really matter? You use some of that cloud technology like Microsoft, so you can have more explosions in a game that'll never come out. Yeah, Actually, yeah. I think Crackdown got a hard day finally. So February. Same day that Anthem comes out, which is a mistake. <laughs> but right, I, what else you got? Um, then there is um, Remedy, developers of, um, for example, Alan Wake. Um, they were hinting that they listened to the fans, and they literally said that we they love Alan Wake, and they didn't uh -huh. confirm but also never denied it that they someday someday i guess that they can house an awake too but not today quote end so they all want it to happen but obviously it's all you know whatever they want to do i guess or what their you know what their decisions are from the head honcho there in the development team but they also did the quantum break and i think they want to do more of that um but Ugh. i i would i would love another, another wake. fucking I alan it. wake i like that game what quantum alan break. wake i know quantum break quantum break what a joke <laughs> did you finish it no good good story um i didn't go there for the story <laughs> oh i did um <laughs> Sounds to me like Remedy is saying we would love, 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 love to uh, make that game, but we don't have the money, so we're going to make whatever the publishers that we work with tell us to. They could make money if they made Alan Wake 2. You would think. I don't think the first one sold that well. It was a great game. Yeah, it definitely was. I'd, if I'd somebody buy a second never one. played this and you actually listen to this, you should play it. I would put that on my top ten of games that I enjoyed, like Flaming Eye of Mordor. And that was <laughs> enjoyable. It was, it was really enjoyable. Game. It was a good game. Oh, show. All right, Pascal, what do you think? You ever going to see Alan Wake 2? Probably someday, but I think it always depends on the demand and, you know, if just like a small group says like, yeah, we want another one, it's all about money, I guess. And it was, it was like a, not a niche title per se, but it kind of was. I mean, it doesn't have the same ex exposure as a Destiny or a Mass Effect or whatever, you know, but I think from gameplay wise and the storytelling, I think even nowadays, it's so good. Like it would be stupid not to bring out an Alan Wake too. It would be really stupid. So, yes, they should, and I think we will see it. 
Gotcha. Like maybe in two years, but not next year. I'm calling never. No, I think that will happen. It's been what ten years since the last one. I, I'm yeah. gonna go with never. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, I'm not saying that it comes out in two years. I'm think. You know, I mean, look, we Kingdom Hearts. When was the last? Like when? When was Kingdom Hearts two? It came thirteen years out uh, ago out, and now it's coming finally. I think it's 12 or 13 years. But they've and added so many finally. like little DS versions of Kingdom Hearts. There's always been something coming out for Kingdom Hearts. Right, but they did the same with Final Fantasy, and they did the same with Alan Wake. There were, I think, one or two little, like, I think there was an uh, Alan's Nightmare yeah. or something. Like Weird a smaller arcade thing. game, yeah. And, you know, Quantum Break was kind of like this supposedly new Alan Wake kind of game, which kind of was but not so um i don't know but like i said i wouldn't be surprised and maybe not next year but you know in like two years or something it could be like hey you know we are working at n wake 2 right now so right it would be nice i i'll go back on what i said um with oh lord with um when i said that quantum break was good and i liked it um it's still it it couldn't hold Alan Wake's nuts. Alan Wake is a much better game than Quantum Break. So, anyway, what else you got, Nugget, or uh, Pasco? Um, I think this one is pretty big too. Uh, Minecraft adds uh, crossplay for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. Why only two? Because Sony doesn't like crossplay. Um, they had like a whole trailer where you see like a you know a girl I think with a with a guy or something playing like you know one is on the switch one is on the xbox one they play together minecraft which i think is awesome um and um then they get, did kind of like a little nitpicking at sony with uh sort of like they had in one corner like a one that the screen was kind of like divided and on the left it was all green it says survive and on the right was all red and it says together and with nintendo switch logo so kind of like you know there was like a whole Thing about I don't know if you guys heard it, but Sony did something really douchey um, with crossplay. They are so against it, I'm so afraid of losing sales. Maybe I don't know, but um, they uh, literally when you had a Fortnite account and you played it on PlayStation, and then you had it used on PlayStation, it would lock it to the one platform if the account had ever been used on PlayStation 4. So if you had a you know, an account that you used like on Xbox or something and then used it on PlayStation, it locked that Fortnite account to the PlayStation. So you couldn't play it on Xbox anymore, which is really douche move. I, I'm so gonna I'm gonna stop you right friends. there though. Why can't we I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop you right there. I saw people bitching about that. It's no different than PC and Xbox. I've got a PC account for Fortnite. I am unable to physically because of the constraints that epic has put on the game i cannot link my xbox live account to my pc account so i can change it to basically all the um like all the the twitch prime stuff that you get all that loot goes on to my pc account well i bought the season passes on my xbox account i can bring that stuff over and link my xbox account i can change it so that my xbox account is 
or my PC, the PC account is the same as the one on my Xbox account, but I lose the season pass and all that. So it's, it's, it's kind of well, ridiculous. For me though, it's different. Like everything that I unlock on the, um, on the Xbox version, I don't play that much, but every, you know, what I unlocked there was also available with my Epic account on my smartphone, for example. So I don't know how it is with PC, but I know you can also play against PC players. So um, while Sony doesn't allow any of that, right. like literally, literally nothing. So I don't know, maybe you, you know better because you played it, but all I can say for speak for myself is that I used the same stuff that I had on Xbox. I used it on the um, just a few cosmetic items, like a backpack or something, and the same account, I used it on the smartphone app. Well, it's it's not just um, it's not just Fortnite. Sony is balking across the board at this crossplay stuff. They're the ones that brought it up a couple of years ago, I think, saying that they would be willing to do it. And then Microsoft started going, "Okay, well, let's do it." And ever since then, it's been Microsoft and PC um, being able to do it. Now it's Microsoft and Nintendo being able to do it. Where is Sony at? And, and that's weird because I remember Rocket League. I remember Sony was one of the first one to do it, like on console, like, you know, with like with mainstream kind of game, like Rocket League, when it was big, they enabled the options to play against PC players. But not cool. Xbox. But not Xbox, yeah. And it was funny because uh, I think a few months ago you could play Fortnite with Xbox players on PlayStation, vice versa, and then it got kind of public and then they shut that down completely. You know what's so really I, funny to me? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what's really funny to me is that Sony would let it let you play um, Rocket League on PlayStation against people on um, PC, but not Microsoft Xbox. When who do you think's got the bigger install base from Microsoft Xbox? People that own Xboxes, more people own Xbox than PCs because it's all Windows, and that's that's Microsoft. There's a lot more people with PCs and Windows than there are with Xboxes. It's kind of right, it's right. kind of pointless. I, I I don't think it would hurt them at all. My my look at it, if I look from what I like, okay. So I got a piece or a PC now, but also just got a PlayStation. I want the PlayStation for its exclusives. I like Xbox for their exclusives, and I like going to PC for the graphics and the different stuff that you can do, like mods and everything. But that would be who was going to take from anybody if anybody did anything would be PC. But if I could play with my friends who are only exclusive PlayStation people, you know, you have your Ford, your Ford guys and girls, you have your Chevy guys and girls, you have your Toyota guys and girls who would never, ever buy anything because their daddy's daddy, daddy's always had one. And that's how, that's the way it is. And it's the best vehicle ever made. It's the same thing. Your, your PlayStation lovers are going to be, your PlayStation lovers, your Xbox lovers are going to be your Xbox lovers. Your PC people are going to be your PC people. You're not going to steal anything away from one another, I don't think, at all. Right. And I think you're he, doing yourself a disservice because if I'm not going to play a certain game because I can't play with somebody else, I'm not going to get it. And you ain't going to have, you definitely ain't going to have very many X, or, um, Chevy guys and Ford guys on Forza 7. Damn. That's right. That's <laughs> no fucking cars to drive. Anyway, AJ says he thought Fortnite was a crap. Oh, it was cross-platform. It is sort of consoles but, can uh, play with like... PC, but consoles can't play against each other. Gotcha. Uh, 
it was. It's just like, like I don't know if, if it was done on purpose. I feel though that it was even before talking about this. Now I always laughed about it when I had my PS3 and I had my Xbox. If I had my Xbox on and I turned my PS3 on, my Xbox would would then be like shut off from the internet. And I don't know if that was like an internet issue, but it just cracked me up because I felt like it was PlayStation going shit on you, Xbox. You're not going to play us at the same time. That was your low-level networking skills. <laughs> hey, <you> shut your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> shit. All right, what else you got, Pasky? Um, I think the last one I'm just going to do Assassin's Creed. So, um, what? just a, just a, just a little um, thing that I didn't know with Assassin's Creed was, for example, I don't know if you guys were aware, but the Odyssey, the game that comes out now, um, it was in development three years ago um actually they did like a game so did a developer interview with um one of the developers <laughs> and um he said that he got with um the origins teams three years ago and wanted to see where the story should go and stuff so that's kind of why it i guess looks similar and they decided they wanted to do this rpg element and continue on that since they like games like Elder Scrolls, they love games like The Witcher. For me, what was just surprising is I always forget how big the damn studio is. The developer, like the Ubisoft, like how big, how many teams Many studios. Have. So I think it's great. Um, you know, and yeah, they, they were talking about, you know, basically just their inspiration. And it was a lot of Witcher. It was a lot of like Elder Scrolls. So they have now choices in the game that will affect the game but not mainly affect the game like they will there were some choices that matter that's a little bit there's some choices that matter for only a specific area of the game but they will not kind of like they're not going to make it like oh you make this one big decision and you messed it up and now you can't do this anymore the access this area they're not going to do that so they just they they want to have a little bit more um decisions and they have a dialogue system now um, where you have different choices of, you know, when you interact with people, like you can actually talk with people instead of just listening to pre-rendered stuff, which is kind of cool. Might be annoying, who knows? But Origins had a lot of good side quest content, and they put a lot of focus on that too. So I think um, it might be pretty fun. Yeah, I I could enjoy it. I think uh, I I already get lost in these type of games if it got any bigger. Good God, you guys would never get me back to the main story mode. I'd be out in the wilderness running around chasing <laughs> mushrooms. Chasing mushrooms. I see I can't deal. I can't deal with all the collectibles. That's the that's my biggest thing with the Ubisoft games is collectibles, collectibles, collectibles. Go get the whiskey bottles, go get the feathers, go get the almanac pages go get the peg leg things go get the little animus crystals don't forget all your treasure chests jesus christ what does that have get to do with the fucking story two years ago yes what does it have to do with the story nothing it just keeps you running around the goddamn map it gives you a pair of clothes after you spend two weeks looking for one of the things You've seen, I like the Mafia 2 collectibles because they're Playboy magazines. True, at least, at least you get to so see some titties or something, right? <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. No, that's good. I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for that game. I loved Origins. Uh, it kind of took me a while because I was, I was really afraid. Assassin's Creed is my favorite, one of my favorite series. 
and I was kind of afraid that they were going to majorly screw it up. Um, I think Origins was a hit. I think I, I still don't like the combat that much. Um, I mean, it's better. I miss being able to, to, I miss the old Assassin's Creed combat, but I don't dislike the new Assassin's Creed combat. I think I, you need say, to, I, I like the new one over the old one, but I also felt like it, they needed to work it out before they implemented it. It had some, some yeah, I think they need to strike a balance. This is to me, it's way too dark Soulsy or mm, witchery. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to see more of a more of a balance. Like if you're fighting somebody that's low, much lower level than you, it should be kind of like the old Assassin's Creed, where you pull off some crazy ass combos and whoop that ass. I actually want to use a shield this time, not just have it as an accessory. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I used the shit out of a shield. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Odyssey. Um, I, I still wish that they would go back to... I don't want this yearly release from them. I really don't. So, And it's not because I don't want to play the games, but I feel like after a while, people got really sick of Assassin's Creed. And after a while, the stories really started lacking. Um, I would like to see them mm -hmm. pump out quality games, but I want to see them spend more time on telling finishing the story that they started and really threw away after um, AC3. And that to me, that feels like a promise that was taken away and never delivered upon by Ubisoft. I want to know what happened. And I, feel, I really feel gypped by the way that they uh, kind of skipped out on it and decided to tell the story after the fact. But that's just me. Interesting. How about you... Pascal, is that it? Yeah, the, the other ones that, um, I don't know, that's just, you know, just short news really quick, I guess. Um, Kingdom Come Deliverance, if you guys um, played it or want to play it, they have a new uh, add-on coming out. Um, I think it was uh, Action, something like that. Um, it basically introduces a new system where you can build your own village, uh, manage it, make decisions, you know, kill people, don't kill people, stuff like that. It's then you have like a whole quest line with that. You can upgrade blacksmith, all this fun stuff that a uh, knight would do, I guess. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of cool. Um, um, and I think it's gonna come out this week or next week. I they didn't even say that in that article, so but yeah, that's a new DLC that's coming out for that um game. Not free though, so. <laughs> oh, there was oh, yeah. one more that you you um, sent that I actually think is worth mentioning. I don't remember the name of it, but there is a new game that's set in the Life is Strange universe. Oh um, yes, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Um, mm. That's it's free. Oh, I loved it. Life is Strange was great. Go for it, Pascal. I don't know. You got the it's headline. The the awesome adventures of captain spirit it's a free i think mini episode or mini game i guess that kind of fills the gap between life is strange one and two and you know it's it you know you can check it out on twitter you can check it out on youtube like um it's basically you are a little boy and um you know you kind of fight like I don't know, it's kind of like a shelter thing, like you make like a monster out of a snowman, and it basically, what the purpose of this is, I think it's more like, not a demo, but a kind of like an advertisement thing, like here's what's going to happen, like kind of, you know, fill in the gaps and 
make people excited for Life is Strange 2. And it's for free. You can download it on Xbox, um, PS4, PC, maybe? Is it episodic? Um, or is it just one in, one episode? It's it's one. It's it's like a mini episode. But it's for free. Hey, that I mean, sucks. You know, I talked to it. I remember seeing it at E3, and I thought it was going to be some full-fledged, multi-episodic thing for free. Which, I'm not no, complaining. It's a, it's, a, it's a standalone episode, so... Um, it doesn't spoiler too much of what's gonna happen in life. It's uh, strange, but there's a lot of like Easter eggs for the first Life of Strange, and you know, I love Easter eggs. It, and it's I don't know. It's it's kind of like an from what I heard, like an interactive drama, kind of like similar to like Telltale games. So right. you know, you have like a depressive mom, and you know a father can't really deal with that and then you have this like little boy who imagined things kind of like what you know a, a little boy would do in a situation like this you know play around with his toys and make up stories you know imagination so, what thank god you said toys <laughs> yeah <laughs> play around with his guns <laughs> <laughs> shit all right well i think that about does it for the news guys except for the wild and wacky news from the land of sasquatch nugget what do you got Give us some this weird shit. Near and dear to my heart. And it's weird. I mean, it doesn't get any weirder than this. So you guys know me. I'm a huge Reese Cup fan. Like, if a Reese Cup fan is still, I will refund it. I will return it. I will, I'll take one bite, and if it's dry or it has the white stuff on the chocolate, I'm done. I usually only buy Reese Cups during holiday seasons because, you know, they just made it for that season. You know, they didn't. it's not last Valentine's Day that you're getting that that Reese cup. So in the news today, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> dude opened his Reese cup, took a bite, and there was no peanut butter. What? Sweet. That's the best part. You, yeah. I was like, what? The I hate mean? peanut butter. Oh, get the fuck out. Hollow chocolate. Uh, it was hollow chocolate. So, <laughs> you know, instead of Making a big rant about it, he just went on with it, I guess. And somebody he put it on Reddit. He wanted to see if it had happened to anybody else. And so people were commenting like, "You need to send it to Reese's. You need to send it to Reese's." And then other people were like, "This is a ploy for Reese's. This is a ploy for Reese's." It's the golden and, ticket. Yeah. So <laughs> he posts it on Reddit, and his thing says, "Yo, Reese, what gives? Where's my peanut butter? April Fools was almost two weeks ago." So. He gets a reply from Reese's in a package that they sent to him, full of Reese cups, different like white chocolate, dark chocolate, everything. He's got a whole picture of it up here. You can't see, but if you want to look at the story, just Google Reese sends care package to man. So they put a card in his package, and it says, "Sometimes we like to remind people that you have the need for both chocolate and peanut butter together." To have this perfect candy. This was our, this was one of these times, and you were the unlucky person who got our Reese cups with just chocolate. So now that that's out of the way, we've sent you peanut butter and chocolate, the greatest. And Reddit just went on fire saying, told you it was a ploy. What's one dollar Reese cup? I do put a picture on there, and now they're getting hundreds of thousand dollars in responses and advertisement from what they've done wow. so everybody's on the fence i think i think it was an honest mistake because oh yeah people and they're and playing it up make, yeah 
So, but I just thought it was hilarious. The the card that they sent him was the funniest part about it. Like they want to remind people that you need both chocolate and peanut butter together for the perfect candy. <laughs> and you were the unlucky one. They have, I, I'd say that was a fuck up on their part and they use social media or whatever to uh, make that a, a plus. Hey, look, it was a yeah. game. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I think too, like I think it's hilarious and, you know, I don't think that Reese's, like the, the people who make the Reese's Cups, do they really need advertisement like that? I don't think so. I mean, everybody knows what it is. They have enough money. So I think it was what you guys said. It's just an honest mistake. Hilarious, though. And I think the dude has a little supply now. So Well played, awesome. Reese's Cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well played. All right. Anybody got anything else? That is it. All right. 10 o'clock, 1030 Tuesday next week. Sounds good to me, guys. Sounds Thanks to me. everybody who stopped by and had a little bit of uh, banter in the chat there. We appreciate it. AJ, Peanut please. butter. <laughs> hey, guys. So. Well, that's going to do it for episode three of the Red Eye Gamers podcast. You can find us during the week. Uh, well, the podcast you can find on Anchor, Stitcher, Google Podcast, iTunes, um, pretty much anywhere you go to get your podcast. And... You can find Pascal at P42C4L on Twitter during the week. Sasquatch Nugget at Sasquatch Nugget. I'm at Westman Y2K. We done. I'm going to be uh, streaming in a few minutes after this. But uh, until then, yeah, see y'all next week. Peace out. Later, guys.